0: Best day for industrial stocks in more than a month, pushing towards 52-week highs. Deer and Caterpillar in the mix, up big. Jason Brown joins us, president at Alexis Investment Partners, a regular here. And Jason, welcome back. Good to see you in the new year. We talk a lot of sectors and factor investing, you and I, but let's talk some stocks today because Deer and Caterpillar are on the list of companies you like. They're having a great session.
1: Yeah, they you know they they really are. Um... I, a lot of times, what happens with this market, it seems over the last year, really, is you get you get this bouncing back and forth of, of leadership and so forth. Um, you know, I, I think uh, some people maybe uh, were were pulling back a little a little too hard on the industrials, given that we did maybe not get the big big back, uh, build back better plan, but we did get the um, infrastructure bill through, and those projects are going to be with us for a while. Not to mention that these companies had, you know, really were able to take advantage of, you know, some of the programs that took place, you know, early in in the COVID cycle to strengthen their balance sheets and so forth. And so I just I find them attractive. Um, Like a lot of areas, you know, when they when they go up a lot, you might pair them back a little. I'm certainly not selling anything today, but I think they, you know, you you want to buy them into pullbacks, and and uh, and you do get them. These have been all, all pretty volatile names. Uh, but their names, I think, are worth having as a part of the portfolio.
0: Deer up six and a quarter percent today to 371, highest we've seen since September 7th, and just in the last couple minutes here at the Consumer Electronics Show, they uh, demoed a self-driving tractor. Nice. What do you think, Jason? Does that move the needle?
1: I think it's interesting. You know, I, I think innovation in general. Um, you know, is a theme that we're going to see, you know, more and more play out. I mean, one of the, uh, you know, issues everybody's facing now is, you know, how to deal with whether it's labor shortages or uh, just higher labor costs, uh, you know, and, and so forth. And automation, you know, is certainly a theme that I think, uh, you know, multiple areas will try to embrace. Pretty impressive that they were able to come out with that, uh, but. Uh, you know makes sense, and uh, you know, the, the thing for me was even without that, uh, I think they've they're they're one of those you know kind of great companies where if you can buy them when they have had a little pullbacks, it tends to be rewarded over time. And uh, they they consolidated after a nice run last year. It makes sense to me that that people are buying it six percent in one day. Uh, you know, that's pretty impressive. We'll see. I'm not expecting a, you know this to be a rocket ride or anything along those lines, but I'm glad I own
0: it. Okay, uh, so dear Caterpillar, cut from a similar cloth, United Rentals, another one you like, uh, URI, and uh, the story on spending, I wanna revisit here, uh, Jason. So for these companies to perform and maintain valuations they've achieved here, not necessarily cheap uh, by historical standards, um, it, it, do they need more or do we have organic growth? Do we have enough momentum with the degree of spending that's already been approved. I mean, just looking at URI, for example, 21 price-to-earnings, five-year average about 14, so it's a bit elevated, a good bit elevated compared to its average.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I think that that uh, there's there's two things that we have to look at when we look at P-E ratios uh, of almost anything. And, and, and you know, look at last year, for example, stock market had a phenomenal year, uh, but earnings grew faster than the market. And, and that was sort of the call that, that we talked about um, you know, early in this whole pandemic, is you know we are still coming off this period where PEs are elevated, but they're actually less elevated even after price increases because of that. I do think that uh, you know when you think about an infrastructure bill and everyone talks about tractor ready and all these other kinds of issues or shovel ready, uh, you know the reality is these programs are going to take place over a window of time. And there is going to probably be, uh, you know, in addition to all the existing uh, you know, pr- you know, things that are out there and home building and everything else that takes place that involves you know, equipment manufacturers and so forth. Um, and, and I think there's also an incentive for, for people to take advantage of new technologies and so forth in this space. None of this equipment is really designed to last forever. Um, and so, I think they're great names. And as I mentioned before, I, I think the other big... Uh, issue here that will contribute to maybe sustained um, margins is that that again, these companies were able to, in the thick of things, uh, you know, raise some capital at, at very low costs uh, and and really kind of rebalance their their balance sheet, refigure their balance sheet. Uh, and so I think the fact that these programs were successful in keeping the economy afloat um, you know now you've kind of got uh, extra wind behind you uh, going forward and i don't think it's just about infrastructure spending in the u.s i think you're going to see infrastructure spending globally as we work to you know to move forward out of the pandemic
0: okay jason thanks for the uh, specific thoughts here on these uh, businesses caterpillar having a good session your idea right, all of them working together so, a uh, nice uh, iteration of the bull case here. Have a great uh, have a great night and we'll chat soon. Thanks a lot, Jason Brown, joining us from Alexis Investment Partners.